This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by the Practical and Fun Guide to Assistive Technology in Public Schools. Pirates, monsters, monkeys, and more keep you engaged as you learn tips, strategies, and insights that will help improve your assistive technology program. From setting up a stellar team to conducting consultations and evaluations, and from implementation to assessing success, this guide presents detailed advice to provide AT services that effectively and efficiently help all students. You can learn more about the book with the orange cover from the website www.isti.org slash chewat. That's isti.org slash chewat. And you can continue the experience online by connecting with other readers by liking the book on Facebook. Go to bit.ly slash atbookfb. That's bit.ly slash atbookfb and become part of the community that's having fun being practical. Hi, I'm Linda Ogle with VCU TTAC, and we want you to call our AT tip line. Tell us some things you'd like to learn about AT or what's working well for you. Call 804 828-4927. Thanks. Welcome to the AT Tips Cast, exploring and investigating the implementation of assistive technology in public schools. I'm your host, Chris Bouguet. This is episode number 89, recorded on January 21st, 2012. Did you hear that? This is episode 89 of the 89 regular episodes Let's not count the special episodes right now. There are only a handful of episodes that have a math focus. In fact, I think there are only three episodes that focus solely on strategies to help students learn and practice math. I went back and counted them up. Three episodes out of 89 that solely focus on math. To make that into a fraction, that'd be 3 over 89. But is that fraction as simple as it could be? I don't know, beats me. Moreover, 3 over 89 sounds like a bunch of argle-bargle and foofarad to me. What does 3 over 89 really mean, anyway? Just how underrepresented is math on this podcast? I think it would make more sense to me if I could see a visual representation of what 3 over 89 actually means, so I could get a better demonstration of the amount of disparity. Lucky for me, there are some free tools available to help me, and students, figure out this kind of stuff. Let's examine AT Tip 256, the free fraction tools over at conceptuamath.com. Oh, wait, 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 one more thing. Don't tell my wife I'm doing this episode on math. There's a 99% chance that if she finds out, I'll be in trouble. She's the math guru around these parts, and I'd hate for her to think I'm treading on her territory. So, mum's the word, okay? Great, okay, now on with the show. Conceptuamath.com was developed by a team of educators who have accumulated years of experience in working in the fields of mathematics and assistive technology. The team, led by Arjun Khalsa, creator of the IntelliKeys keyboard, worked to create a product to help students develop fundamental mathematical concepts that will eventually help them better understand the underpinnings of formulas and numeric procedures. Rather than asking students to just memorize a bunch of rules, the team set out to develop a product that helps students grasp the underlying concepts in a systematic manner. On the Conceptua Math website, you'll find tons of information about the company, the philosophy and research behind the product, and much, much more. 
The part I'm going to focus on for the purposes of this episode are the free interactive tools they've made available to anyone to use. If you go to conceptuamath.com and select the product link along the top of the page, you'll see a drop-down menu appear. One of the choices is free fractions tools. Or if it's easier for you, you can go to conceptuamath.com fractions.html. On this page, you'll find 14 free interactive tools. Each one is perfect for use on an interactive whiteboard to demonstrate a concept to an entire class. They're also useful for students to independently check, recheck, and otherwise help them understand the concepts they are practicing. And these tools are useful for people like me who benefit from seeing this sort of information represented visually. The 14 tools are broken down into two categories. There are four tools in the higher order thinking category and 10 tools in the concepts to procedures category. Or if you prefer a fraction, four out of 14 are higher order thinking tools and 10 out of 14 are concepts to procedures tools. See, I'm learning. Wait, what's that? You want me to take it one step further and simplify those fractions for you? No problem. You know why? Because that tool is available right there on the website. One of the tools is Equivalent Fractions, which provides users with a place to simplify fractions while simultaneously generating a visual representation of this fraction. So, using this tool, I can tell you very confidently that 4 fourteenths is also 2 sevenths. Boom! Oh yeah, genius! More than that, I can tell you that 10 fourteenths is also 5 sevenths. Yes! Super genius! Let me be clear. These tools don't simply solve the problem for you, they demonstrate the process one goes through to figure out the problem. In the fractions I just mentioned, the tools demonstrated that the common factor was 2, and that's the number I use to divide by to simplify my fraction. Furthermore, there isn't just one type of visual representation, but there's a choice. I can see the fraction represented in horizontal or vertical blocks, as a pie chart, on a number line, and within a rectangular block. Don't believe me? I've got a screenshot over at the blog, attipscast.com, so you can see for yourself. The tools also have text-to-speech to provide auditory support for those students that need it, and there are display options allowing the student or teacher to hide certain aspects of the screen, like hiding a graphic or a fraction to draw greater attention to its counterpart. Excuse me, just what do you think you're doing? Uh, um, nothing. Did I hear you talking about fractions? Are you doing an AT Tips Cast episode about math without me? I, uh, yeah, I'm busted. But, but, you can help me out if you'd like. You can tell people the names of all the interactive tools they'll find in both categories on the Conceptual Math website. You mean like how the Concepts to Procedures category has identifying fractions, where a user explores equal parts of a whole, denominators, and shaded parts, numerators? Comparing fractions, where a user compares and orders fractions using numeric representations or symbols. Addition with common denominators, where a user adds fractions using models and then links models to procedures. Subtraction with common denominators, where a user subtracts fractions using models and then links models to procedures. Equivalent fractions, where a user creates equivalents through visual models and makes equivalent fractions using fractions with a value of 1. Oh yeah, that's the one I was talking about earlier. I just used that one. Mm-hmm. Without me. I see how it is. I'm going to move on and pretend I didn't hear you playing with math tools all by yourself. You could get hurt. Now, where was I? 
Oh yeah, equivalent fractions with word sentences, where a user creates words to describe equivalent fraction models and related procedures. Finding common denominators, where a user creates models and fractions with a value of one to find common denominators. Adding fractions with uncommon denominators, where a user creates equivalent fractions to add fractions with unlike denominators. Subtracting fractions with uncommon denominators, where a user creates equivalent fractions to subtract fractions with unlike denominators. Multiplying fractions tool, where a user builds deeper understanding of multiplying fractions by reading a story context, summarizing it as a paraphrase, creating models, and then solving the equation. Ooh, that's like solving word problems. That's like extra tricky. Mm-hmm. There are some other tools as well. In the higher order thinking category, you'll find these interactive tools. Ordering fractions on a number line, where a user places a number, visual models, and decimals on the correct location on a number line. Unitizing with pattern blocks, where a user arranges blocks into a pattern to explore unitizing, then sees answered tessellated. Ooh, tessellation, tantalizing. Mm-hmm. There's also unitizing fractions on a grid, where a user draws shapes on a grid, and where each color represents a fraction to explore the value of a unit. And finally, estimating with benchmark fractions, where a user utilizes benchmark numbers for estimating the value of fractions, decimals, or equations to develop better awareness and understanding of number sense. All in all, the tools are pretty comprehensive when it comes to fraction practice. I agree. I think the only limitation is that the fields on these free tools only allow you to use two characters. That means you can only use single or two-digit numbers in each field. But perhaps it's rare that you'd be using fractions with three or more digits anyway, huh? What else are you showing them? Actually, I was going to wrap it up and let people explore the rest on their own. What? Are you crazy? You've got to mention how each tool also has a sample video explaining how to use the tool, sample lesson plans, a rating system so users can provide feedback about the tool, and my personal favorite, descriptions about how it's aligned to standards from the National Council of Teachers of Mathematics, as well as the Common Core Curriculum. Whew, good thing you came in when you did. I was just going to add that for each tool, vocabulary terms and sample IEP goals are also provided. But did you mention you have to register on the site in order to use the free tools? No, I didn't, but that's not a big deal. Registration is free, and it only takes a second. What else can I help you with? Well, I do have this math problem here. See, at the beginning of the episode, before you came into the room, I said only 3 out of 89 episodes have a strictly mathematical focus. I tried to simplify it, but I couldn't. There aren't any common factors between 3 and 89, right? Well, except one. Right, 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 except one. So what's the problem? Well, when I popped that fraction into the equivalent fractions tool, I saw just how out of whack that is, right? Don't beat yourself up over it. That visualization doesn't represent neglect of math on your part. It sure looked that way on the pie chart. Yeah, you're comparing three episodes against all 89 episodes. A better reflection would be to put all the episodes into categories. You know, like reading episodes and communication strategy episodes and so on. Maybe each category could be represented by a different color on a pie chart. Then you'd really see if math was underrepresented or if it was represented equally compared to the other categories. See? Wow, you know, I think I could do that in Excel or in a Google Docs spreadsheet. You sure can, and both those have nifty graphing tools as well. 
You could even call the graphing tools of Excel and the graphing tools of Google Docs AT Tips 257 and 258. And if you don't have Excel or you don't want to work in Google Docs, another option is to use AT Tip 259, the Create-A-Graph website over at the National Center for Educational Statistics with the URL 1.usa.gov slash create a graph. You enter in your numbers and poof, instant cool looking graph. Hey, thanks for helping me out with this math episode. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Just do me a favor next time. Anything. Name it. Let me help you from the get-go. You know I love all this math stuff. Done. From now on, there's a 100% chance of that. Or one over one chance. Impressive, right? Right? (laughs) Yeah, I knew math was sexy. I just have a few quick announcements before I wrap up this episode. I'd like to thank Linda Ogle from the Virginia Department of Education's Training and Technical Assistance Center, known as TTAC, at Virginia Commonwealth University for the bumper you heard at the beginning of this episode. Like I mentioned last episode, Sally Norton Dar and I have been part of an ongoing book study commissioned by this TTAC where they brought educators together from schools around the state of Virginia to learn about implementing technology teams into their schools. Linda mentioned the tip line where you can call to get assistance about tools for helping students achieve their educational goals. Give them a call at 804-828-4927 if you have any questions at all with regards to assistive technology and let them know that the AT Tips cast sent you. Just another quick reminder that I'll be attending ATIA, the Assistive Technology Industry Association Conference in Orlando. If you're going to be there, I'd love to meet up and talk about some tools. Who knows, I might even peg you to do a bumper for the show, just like Linda. Also, I recently did a short blog-only post about how the plot of the latest Mission Impossible movie, Ghost Protocol, parallels contemporary assistive technology practice in public schools. If you'd like to check it out, head on over to the blog at attipscast.com. And finally, it was my birthday this past week, and my wife orchestrated a surprise blog post where people use different Web 2.0 tools and apps to send me some birthday wishes. People got pretty creative, so head on over to the blog, attipscast.com, to check it out. I'd like to thank everyone who sent in a message. You all rock, and I'm so proud to have friends who would take the time to do something like that. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, may all your interventions be inclusive, may all your strategies be supportive, and may all your fractions be in their simplest forms. Hope to see you in Florida, everybody!